Praise God. Okay. Um, let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the audience that we have with you. As sons, thank you for fellowship today in prayer and in your word. We ask that as we share with one another, Lord, let your word come forth alive. Let it inspire us. Let it motivate us. Lord, shine the light in our hearts once again. In the name of Jesus, we see possibilities. Every negative mindset is dispelled in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We are able to see clearer. We know what to do. Thank you for the precious Holy Ghost who helps us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Uh, I, I want to exhort us um, briefly this morning from one of our popular scriptures. Even though popular, we'll always get nuggets of truth from it. Every time we listen to it or we hear it or we share it or we meditate. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7 says, Be careful or be anxious. Or it says, Be careful for nothing, which means don't be anxious. Don't be troubled with cares. Amen. Don't be anxious about anything. Don't worry. Another, that's another word for it. Don't worry about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So, I want us to look at a few things in that scripture this morning. And that's about the issue of worrying, okay, being anxious. It says, don't be anxious about anything. Don't worry about anything. That seems like a tall order for some. Uh, for, for many people. It says, don't worry about anything. It's a command. Okay, it's an instruction. God does not want us to worry about anything. Why will someone worry about things? Amen. That is, worry means the person is troubled about things. Maybe things that are happening in his or her life. Many times things that are even yet to happen. 
things that are anticipated, outcomes, okay, possible outcomes. But I, someone said recently, or I read it some, somewhere recently, can't remember where exactly now, but it's talk. And the person said that um, worry is a result of a lack of information. And God, that really got me thinking. Worry is as a result of the lack of a certain or certain information. Brings me to the story in 2 Corinthians, 2 Kings chapter 6, when Elisha was uh, being hunted down, when he became he, he, he became a wanted man. in the morning, came out and he saw that they were surrounded with soldiers. And he went in and reported to his master, Elisha, oh, alas, we are surrounded with soldiers. And he became troubled because of the anticipated outcome. Okay. Oh, that he will be captured. His boss will be captured, imprisoned, and possibly uh, killed or assassinated and all that. So he was. Master Elisha said to him, Hey, young man, calm down. Okay? So because those who are with us, they are much more than those against us. And he said, Lord, he prayed to the Lord, open his eyes. And then the young man, when he opened his eyes, he saw that uh, 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 uh. Let's, let me read what he said. Elisha said, fear not, in verse 16, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Now, now, if he, just saying that wasn't enough for the servant's heart to calm down. So Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see His disposition was a function of what he saw. 
So Elisha now prayed to the Lord that the Lord will open his eyes so that he will be able to see farther, he will be able to see more, he will be able to see the true reality of things. Said the Lord, open his eyes, that, and the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Did you see that? Of course, what would have happened? He immediately, the troubling, the trouble, the worry that the guy had, everything just calmed down. You know, because he saw that they had superior firepower, much more than the than the than the soldiers came had. Okay, and that changed the trajectory of his thought pattern. So the guy was worrying because of what he saw. The guy was worried because of the lack of adequate information. So if he had the information prior to the time he opened his mouth and, and reported to Elisha that, oh, we are surrounded, oh, we are, oh, we are, we are done for, and all that, all that going through his mind. If he had the information Elisha had, you know, he wouldn't have even bothered to even go and meet Elisha and say, hey, see what is happening. He would have just, just, just looked at the army and said, hey, I'm sorry for all of you. You know, <laughs> and gone back. You know, so many times when you find yourself worrying, it's because there is a superior information that you lack. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You remember another story when uh, 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 Jesus was going to feed the 5,000, you know. Jesus said, hey, you guys go and find food for these guys to eat. He said, ah, hey, hey, where will we find food? We've been here for three days. You know, and he has said that we should go and look for food. Ah, no food though. He said, oh, we just have so, so amount of money. What can he even buy to feed this multitude? You know, but the Bible says that Jesus himself knew what he was going to do. So all those ramblings, he was just looking at them, he was just looking at them, you know, all those worrying about uh, how are we going to fight for these people? Jesus was not disturbed. Why? Because he had superior information. He had better information. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, I'm enjoying us this morning when we find ourselves worrying. Okay? Many times, let's backtrack. Let's move out of that situation, or rather, let's take ourselves out of that situation and ask ourselves what knowledge. Am I lacking here? Amen. 
there is obviously an information that I don't know, that I don't have. And that is what is making me to worry here. And sometimes we can even have those information, but it would have been covered by the overwhelming evidences that that will be that uh, that have triggered or that trigger that worry. Amen. So, but let's learn to remove ourselves or backtrack or just separate ourselves from that situation. And then we can begin to ask the right questions. Amen. And not just be caught up in the emotional frenzy. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 10, it says that if you faint in the day of adversity, then your strength indeed is small. Okay? So then it means your information is small. You are is inadequate. So go back. What information do I have that is superior to this source of worry that I can make use of? If I don't have it, what do I do? I seek it. Instead of spending so much time worrying, look at the next verse in verse 8. It says, finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are honest, Whatever things are pure, whatever things are just, pure, lovely, of good report, excellent, that is of virtue. If there be any virtue, if any pray, think on these things. Okay? So to be able to handle the worry, it tells us the things that we should think about. So it means that that thing that is causing us unnecessary worries, making us not to be able to sleep, not to have a rest of mind, okay, is not the truth. Because the truth does not lead to worry. The truth liberates. The truth sets free. The truth brings pre-peace. So anything that will steal your peace, get me in context, Anything that will make you be anxious. Because when you are not anxious, verse 7 says, the peace of God that passes all understanding will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. So first thing, when you are tempted to worry, when worry comes knocking at the door of your heart to disturb your mind, ask yourself, what information am I missing here. Praise the Lord. That's been proactive. Okay? What information am I get missing here? Because worry is a product of the lack of proper or adequate information. Praise the Lord. And number two, do we handle worry? It says don't be anxious about anything. But in everything, 
by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. Amen. And the two things about worry I want to share with us is that worry tells us, it shows to us where your faith lies. Okay, it tells us, it tells you where your faith lies, on whom you are dependent, you are depending on all, whom you are depending on. Okay, so the scripture says that instead of worry, this is what we should do. It says we should pray. Why do you pray? You pray because you are dependent on God. Okay? So when you worry, it means that you are not exercising your dependence on God. Worry is unbelief in disguise. You know, sometimes it feels... Uh, what's that word now? It feels justifiable. That's the word. It feels justifiable to worry. But really, according to scriptures, it's not justifiable. Worry is not of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worry is depending on your strength, and you are seeing that your strength is failing you. But really, the Bible tells us that we should don't be anxious about anything, but we should pray. Which means that no matter the situation, right, our praying is depending on God to handle it. And you know he will. Praise God. He will. Even when those things are our faults, God is not, God knows our father knows that we will make errors, errors of judgment. We make mistakes. Amen. Sometimes we even do some things deliberately. You know, at the spur of the moment, which we will now regret later. But you know, our father will still not leave us. Praise God. Amen. If only we continually exercise our trust in him. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. When you lean on your understanding, it will lead to worries. Because your understanding will tell you that, hey, this is the appropriate time. This situation calls for worry. Yeah, but you know what? Jesus never worried about anything. And that's the one that we are following. He never worried about anything. No wonder he could give us a command. Don't be anxious about anything. He told the disciples, don't be troubled. He told Martha, why are you troubled? Amen. 
Why are you troubled? Why are you troubled? Don't be troubled. Oh, when I used to uh, do business, uh, 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 do uh, commodity supplies in the nineties, early nineties, I had a customer. You know, he always made that. Make, he used to make that statement. <laughs> he, he, his his most favorite statement was, "Heaven will not fall." I'll never forget that man. <laughs> he said, "Heaven, no matter what, heaven will not fall. Heaven will not fall." In other words. You know, the skies will not fall down, no matter what is happening. Amen. So no matter how tough things may be, it may be as if, man, you are about to cave in. I mean, everything is going to be over. Do you remember how many times you have felt like that in your life? Amen. And here you are still standing. Glory to God. Yeah, you are in the heat of the storm. You are in the heat of the, uh, you are in the, heat of the whole thing. But you know what? Get your perspectives right. Get your perspectives on God. So who are you relying upon? When you rely on the Lord, you will not worry. Okay? You will not be troubled. You will not be anxious. He says when you are not troubled, when you make your request, then you can engage in thanksgiving. Praise the Lord. What does thanksgiving do? Thanksgiving is an expression of your faith. Thanksgiving shows uh, that you are not allowing worry. Thanksgiving shows uh, it lightens your heart. You can be in Thanksgiving and and be and still be looking morose and still and still uh, 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 be anxious. No, the two of them don't go together. Praise God. Hallelujah. So cheer up, cheer up, cheer up, cheer up. Being Thanksgiving. Roll the care upon the Lord. Well, I know it's tough. I know, I know it's tough. But you know what? He says, uh, this is the answer. Casting your cares upon the Lord. For he cares for you. So instead of worrying, cast the care. Instead of worrying, give thanks. Instead of worrying, get the right perspective on the matter. What is the word perspective? What is God saying about it? Glory to God. You know, like this lady, what's her name? Haggai. Not Haggai now. Uh, what's her name now? Hagar. Hagar. Hagar, uh, the, 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 the maid of Sarah that was driven away. You know, when they got to the desert, water finished, the child was crying, you know, was hungry and was crying and thirsty and uh, she just put the side aside, put the child aside, and went somewhere. She began to wail, you know, thinking, oh man, we're at our wits and we are just going to die. And the angel of the Lord appeared to her and said, hey, don't, don't worry about this child. Don't worry. And said, hey, just point, just look, look before you. There's a well there. I don't think that God just supernaturally created a well immediately. I believe the well must have been very close to, to Hagar. But because she was so caught up in her situation, she couldn't even see that she was, she was close to her answer. She couldn't see. That's what worry makes you to do. Worry, worry will not will blind your eyes. It will not make you to blind your mind. It will not make you to see possibilities. 
It will not make you to see opportunities even when they are right beside you. Amen. Why? Your focus is different. Worry wants to shift your focus away from God, away from the right information. Amen. Don't allow it. Praise God. Kill worry before it kills you. Be anxious for nothing. Say to yourself, I will not be anxious about anything. It's just not worth it. Glory to God. Amen. I will not be anxious about anything. Heaven will not fall. The word of God will always work. Praise God. Well, I'm already in the midst of the storm. Well, instead of drowning, I'm just going to allow the Lord to just lead me. The Bible says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, he said, I'll fear no evil. Oh, glory to God. <laughs> I will fear no evil. He didn't say that the evil will not be there. He said, I won't even fear it. Amen. I won't be afraid. I won't fear tomorrow. He says, oh, I don't know how, how the whole thing is going to turn out tomorrow. Jesus said that. Don't worry yourself about tomorrow. I face today. Sufficient for the days evil thereof. Face today. Don't worry. Take it a step at a time with Jesus all the way. Praise God. I hope you are blessed. I hope someone has been encouraged and motivated this morning and inspired. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Bye.